Hey guys, welcome to this edition of the Dojo Rescue. I'm Graham McDonald. I've got Phil Britton and Eddie here. I thought I'd step in and take uh, over. Mate, he's always stepping on my toes. <laughs> I was just. Uh, I was just it's always a competition, you snooze, you lose. Well look guys, uh, you can see we love to have some fun with this stuff. We love to give you some great content and some uh, some material. This is the follow up, the wrap up on the process from our sales. So we've already spoken about uh, you know, getting them in, the trial process, the sales process, and then what happens when they become a client. So take it away boys. Yeah, look, uh, I think you know, the job's not done when they sign the dotted line. Mm. <laughs> and I don't know, I think from memory, Graham, you're probably better at numbers from me, uh, the industry standard or no, our standard of how long a student actually sticks around. Look, it's one of those things in the first hundred days are critical. First hundred yeah. days. And look, if you think about that, is, uh, uh, that's three months, you know, give or take. Basically, you've got an opportunity, especially for adults and also kids, they haven't formed habits yet. Even more so adults, we started to see quite a lot of the adults are the ones who start, they join, they're committed, and then just life becomes busy. So the first 100 days are critical to help them navigate, mitigate those challenges, those pains, those issues that are gonna arise. And some of the things that we do is not hide the fact that they're gonna you know, uh, reach those, it's celebrate them and let them know that that's gonna happen and here's these strategies to help to minimize that pain for them or get around those sort of challenges they may be facing. Well, so, what about, again, Eddie, you're a little bit different than everyone else, but uh, throw it to you because yeah. you're, you're still sort of within those 100 days. Yeah, so it's just after, so, I guess, but you know, I've gone through it just now. Yeah, so. yeah, so what's, what, what does yeah. what is the first 100 days uh, mean to you? I mean, you're a pretty dedicated guy anyway, but mm. you know, what, what, what did it mean to you? It's about getting to maintenance phase, right? So if we look at the buyer behavior of any product, straight after purchase, people think, was that right, right? Now, for martial arts specifically, and really gyms, anything that's a service type industry mm. ongoing, they've got, we've got to use that first two weeks is critical, right? Where we're cushioning them through the process mm. and their mind is not on, yes, should I, shouldn't I? It's on, okay, what's the next thing, what's the next thing, right? Yeah. So you could think of it as staggering down from purchase the amount of interaction, mm -hmm. right? Until they're into total maintenance phase. And yes, there is in Zendo or in uh, freestyle, there is uh, the fitness aspect. Yep. I was virtually dying on the first <laughs> couple of classes, like whiter than I am. <laughs> um, and then, you know, getting towards maintenance phase towards the end of that three months, because it actually takes people a lot longer to get proper fit yeah. uh, or properly f back into their fitness than we probably think being yeah. like fit now. I got this is covered. No. So, yeah, yeah, so it's about moving people from the action phase, so they've taken action, they've uh, joined up, and we want to get them to maintenance so it's indefinite. And what really makes me, I'm just blown away by the number, right? You, you'll hear this in martial arts communities, is that it's one in 10,000 mm. participants becomes a black belt. That's mm. right. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. 10,000, yeah. right? That's a very small number. Yeah. Right? When you consider that uh, the, it's, it's not the objective. And, and Eddie, but, just to add to that, yeah. it's not one in 10,000 population, it's one in every 10,000 people who actually start martial arts. Actually they start. Actually start, mm -hmm. so even more so, because yeah. you get one in 10,000, we've got a city of a couple of million. Yeah. No, 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 who actually take the, the effort to start to that do, journey. Yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, so even more so, yeah. it's like, wow. Very rare, right? And in my mind, like, as, I, as we've sort of discussed, like, we're not typical consumers. We're the sort of people that go, okay, well, we start with the end in mind almost. Mm. And that's not the end, as we also learn mm. once you're in martial arts. It's the beginning of the black belt journey, I guess. But um, 
that statistic in itself shows that it's very difficult for people to get into that maintenance phase, mm -hmm. right? So our role within the business in this onboarding period is to go, what are the, their needs in that period and how do we coax them through it, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and much more staggered after the first two weeks. So first two weeks, it's like an everyday thing or, or once every three days or to the next part time they're coming in. And then after that, it's every 10 days and so on and so forth. Look, I know that uh, as an industry, and you, you would have heard this tons of times, guys who are listening and watching this, the two, four, six week calls. Now, that's not enough. Two, four, six week. If you have a scheduled call within the first two weeks and they haven't turned up to any classes, you've lost them. So, well, if you signed up and you didn't do anything or hear from the company in two weeks, yeah. what have you paid for? You that's know, exactly you're right. Going, I thought this was a premium service, correct? That's exactly right. So, Phil, what are, what are we doing now? Because we've introduced uh, a way to, uh, you know, really try and minimise that cancellation rate yep. or that drop-off rate in that first 100 days. Yeah, look, I don't know, can't remember exactly all the stages, but basically what we've identified it, yes, we've coined this 100 days, the first 100 days of a student. Mm. And as Eddie said, we go, we looked at the, at the average person, everyone's going to be different, but what do they need to know? How would they be feeling? What could we uh, what could we give them that would overcome their fears, their objections, their their aches and pains, mm. so that they feel like that? Actually, I'm just like everyone else. I'm not alone. Like mm. I, I'm not the only one who's got sore hamstrings after the first few days of yep. classes. Mm. I, I'm already. I know what the next tip on my belt. I know what that means. I know what I have to do for graduation. I know I've got these postcards congratulating me on getting there. Do you know what I mean? So it's really that sort of high level full-on interaction that you're a part of this massive community it's you know it's really really important and that would range from actual physical uh, conversations uh, postcards in yes the snail mail and that works very very oh, yeah. well because because you know, no one gets snail mail it's awesome you know especially if you're a kid it's nothing better for a kid they go my kids get, have had the handful of postcards from martial arts <laughs> school. Those things are enough for them to always want to check the mailbox. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Especially around Christmas time, we've got the junk mail there. They're really into that. <laughs> you've got emails, you know, phone call conversations. You've got invites to this and that. So there's a range of different interactions from verbal, physical, emotional, uh, online, offline, along those 100 days. We've also got a few pros that we brought in at the moment. You know, again, what you're chatting, Phil, and relating this to martial arts. As a fighter, a brand new fighter, when they jump in the ring, their coach is in the corner. And as a beginner, the coach is a hell of a lot more vocal to support because they're a rookie, they're just, you know, they're, they're bewildered, they're unsure of what's happening. An experienced fighter, the coach is pretty much almost mute. They don't really have to say a lot. So in this 100 days, you're a rookie to our organization. So we have to make sure that the instructors are there, yes, to help, but there is a person that we have called a greeter or someone who is your accountability buddy, someone who's gonna manage your process and be your little voice in your ear in that coach. So, especially in the first two weeks, Eddie comes to the school, I know his schedule when he's arriving and he's also booked to that time slot. So my guys are waiting to welcome Eddie in the door and make sure, hey Eddie, how you going man, da 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 da. And you can't over service it. No. Right? I mean, people want to know that if they don't go to a class, they're missed. Yep. Right? That's a little dopamine hit. And the car's an award. And your two trial classes and how you went. Yep. Right? And having a chat and then mixing you up with someone. Yep. And then you're tip testing each month. All those things, they add up, they're little dopamine hits that make you feel loved and part of the community. Yeah, massively. And I think it's, it's, it's nice to know that those sessions are booked and if you're missed, 
they're on the phone straight away. So it's not like you're two weeks and there's no contact. It's like, man, we know you're coming on Monday and why weren't you there on Monday? And let's, if you weren't able to make it for whatever reason, well, let's book you for Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday, whatever the day is. So that initial heavy-handed contact will, as you sort of said, slowly taper off over those 100 days. Not that we'll ever let them go, but it just means that we've really made sure that they feel welcome and build that rapport. Plus that person is a really great person to be able to steer Eddie, for example, with the right partnering to build the right relationships in class, which means that they're almost stepping back. It's like building that friendship circle. If I put Eddie with the wrong partner, his experience may be pretty, uh, you know, not, not the most beneficial, whereas I put him with someone who's gonna click with in those early stages until he finds his own feet and can find his own groups, well, that's gonna make it a lot easier to keep that rapport as well. Yeah, that's exactly right. A lot of this stuff you should, and if you've set your business up right, systemized it as automated as, as possible. So, you know, for example, you would say get your yellow belt and you'd be tagged that in your system that you've been getting a yellow, yellow belt, you'll automatically get the email saying, congratulations, well done. <laughs> Things are gonna be changing for you. You're gonna improve this, you're gonna be learning that. And then, you know, you'll get that phone call from one of the people who gives you that sort of more human touch mm. as well so it's not just digital yeah. as well um, so yeah it's just important that it's not that you're trying to make it more labor intensive and some of you guys are thinking yeah, I, I don't know if I could do that well start somewhere what can you automate mm. so you're not having to get in there and do it there still should be some human interaction whether that's you a greeter that you put on a volunteer from your leadership program yeah, that is around sure. so there are there's always a way like I don't want you to think all the things we've spoken about in these videos, in these podcasts, uh, the sales pros are like, oh my God, I don't, couldn't never have a dedicated salesperson because I just don't have the staff. Mm -hmm. Well, that's a limiting belief. You've got to find a way to make that happen. You know, I know when I first started my first school up from zero students and no one in the class to having 100 students in, in that first year, which was, was quite good back then, we were able to trump that many, many <laughs> times. But you know, I, I structured it so I could still do those introductory lessons while I, I did the class and I had a gap and I would do my intro lessons. Mm. And if I could get two or three people in that one, then I would. But I didn't want to just throw people in classes because I knew the value of doing this guided tour. Yeah. Mm. I knew the value of also following people up. Mm. I knew the value of automating as much as, as possible, but also giving them that human touch as well. Mm. And for small schools, schools or big schools, it doesn't really matter as far as your automation you should be able to set this up in your active campaign or your white belt quite easily, right? And here's one bit that people miss. You might think, okay, I'm gonna automate this process with emails and texts out to people. Automate notifications to yourself to do the in-person stuff. Yep, correct. That is a yeah. key. If you have a notification that sends you a little email and it says, oh, this person's been in for 10 days, do you catch up? Then you can go, oh, yep, it's booked, great. Yeah, oh, cool. oh, no, I forgot it. Great, right? Yeah. And then lose that email. So it is, it is something where it's not just your outward uh, automated interactions, but your actual in-person stuff, you can also automate. Because that's one of the things people work, well, this is just this complicated long, how am I gonna remember with 50 different people that one's 30 days in and another's 35 days in, like that can be very challenging. Yeah. Yeah. Automate that process, active campaigns grow for it. I'm gonna actually, I'll do an active campaign video on this, yeah, right? Cool. To show you guys how to do the basic three things you need to do in automation, which is text, emails, and notifications. Great. Yeah. Just as we wrap up, we've just done four videos in this series so far, and I want you, as Phil was just saying before, uh, you know, the thing that you need to do is you need to create your future. You need to be, think big. And for you guys, if you're happy to sit and simmer, so be it. 
If you want more and you want to do more and want to impact more people in this world, you need to create that. And it's kind of like, the, I've seen this meme flying around is, uh, I wait till I get fit before I take up martial arts. It's like, come on guys, I'll wait till I'm bigger before I systemize this sales process. You'll never be bigger if you don't systemize it even now. And, and the fact is, as a smaller school, you actually have the advantage here because you don't have any systems you've got to unlearn and break apart and then rebuild. Sometimes you don't even have a system in place, which means you can put in the right one straight away. So guys, you heard it from Eddie. Wherever you're watching or listening to this, tag Eddie, reach out to us. You can go to our website, tima.com.au, and you can put a contact form if you want to get that video, or join the closed Facebook group, Tima Business School, and you'll be able to tag us all in there and go, hey, I want that video that Eddie talked about. Yeah, cool. Let us know so we can get it to you. Uh, there's plenty of training and community going into that closed Facebook group. And then if you want any free resources and courses and some training from us, then again, you can access that at the website as well. And something that I will add in there as well, talking about this 100 days of contact, um, we will add in a, a, a resource very, very soon, so you can see that and uh, it will be spelt out for you. So if you do want to know what we do, how we do it to the nth degree, reach out to us as well so I've got your details and I'll send you some information on that as well. So guys, that's, uh, that's a wrap from us. Mm. This uh, four-part series of sales has been incredible. What's one takeaway you want to give, give people when it comes to sales? I think the biggest thing for me in sales is that people know the plan, right? Yeah. From the very start, seed your pricing and seed how people usually go through the process. And then when they're sitting there going, yeah, take me through that process, you know they want to be taken through that process. All the other systems and stuff, you can put that in place over time, but make sure that they've got a plan to follow as they come into your business. Graham, what's yours? Constant evolution, you know, in the sales process is, uh, you know, 10 years ago the system that worked may not work as effectively now. You've got to continue to look at what your prices are and look at improving. And as we said before, the introduction of the trial flip now into this process gives us our stock standard method, but also an add value where we probably would have missed on those conversions if we had just done the stock standard. And mine is stop selling, then serving. I ask you to serve your clients first and then sell them on that, okay guys? I hope that's been educational for you guys. Now it's your turn to go out there and implement all this great information, put it into your school, take it to your team meetings, reach out to us and uh, go smash it out there, guys. Ciao.